Five o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In five, four, three, two, one. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Give me just a little more time, and I'll surely grow. Give me just a little more time, and I'll surely grow. Life's too short to make a mistake. There we go, Ben. R.I.P. the general. My guy Ken Knox is still getting it done, though. Chairman of the board in town tonight. Big deal. Down at the uh, town common. Not a drop of rain in sight. Lots of refreshments. Stay hydrated. Six o'clock down at the town common. Crowd building now. Mark Miller going to check in with us imminently. From the morning rush on 107.9 WNCT. Do we have any Philly sports to talk about with Mark this week or what? We'll see. No, I mean, they've, they've all completely fell apart. I mean, there's yeah, nothing they're, left. They're, the Phillies have fallen apart, right? They're in ruins. It's tarnished. There's nothing left. They haven't done anything controversial this week. They didn't try to frisk a pitcher or get the umpires to. Uh, the Sixers are done. They haven't traded Ben Simmons. Flyers. Too early to talk about the Eagles. I don't know. We'll see. The Eagles are about to actually, there is Philly news. The Eagles are about to trade Zach Ertz. All right. Well, save that. And we'll ask (laughs) Miller what he thinks about it when he calls. He's going to call here any minute, right? Still awaiting Uh, the phone call. Yeah, we're still waiting on it. Mark Miller's going to join us. So we'll uh, preview the, the chairman of the board tonight. What a way to kick off the July 4th weekend on Bobby Bonilla day. Hey, now, Uh. how about look? I know you as an amazing Mets fan. By the way, Ben Byram, uh, the producer of this fine radio product, uh, is uh, alongside. Hey, Ben. Hope hey, Ben. Well. And uh, look, I know as a, as a Mets fan, you probably roll your eyes and it's painful to have Bobby Bonilla get 1.14 or whatever it is, million every July 1st. But if I'm Bobby Bonilla, and now for you kids out there who have no idea who Bobby Bonilla is, he and Barry Bonds were like a, a top one-two duo for the Pirates back in the day. And yes, Barry Bonds at one time played for the Pirates. And Bobby Bonilla then went to the Mets. He kind of parlayed his success as being the guy you had to pitch to because everybody didn't want to pitch to Bonds, even back then when he was skinny before he got on the juice. And uh, Bonilla went and did a big deal with the Mets, and then he deferred a lot of that cash and Bobby Bonilla Day. More on that in a minute because there's other money floating around and there's millions of dollars in fines handed out by the Shield today. Uh, but we go down now to the town common. Speaking of money, it will not cost you a dime for world-class entertainment tonight as the chairman of the board are in town and our great friend from the Morning Rush on 107.9, the award-winning Morning Rush. It's fine host is Mark Miller. He joins us on the phone. What a way to kick off the holiday weekend. Hello, Mark. Oh, this is going to be a great way to kick off your July 4th weekend. Welcome to the town common. By the way, Patrick, uh, Henry gave me the similar uh, contract that Bobby Bonilla had. Ah, uh, you, same get, kind. you get that 50 Except, bucks for life. Good for you. Yeah, Good it's, for like, you. it's a dollar a year for a million years, actually. It's a little bit different. <laughs> oh, um, oh, oh gotcha. <laughs> here at the town common, the Greenville Toyota Amphitheater is looking amazing right now as people start to file in and get ready 
for another concert on the Common. Uh, it was it was really hot out today. I tell you what, I'm standing out here right now. It's not as bad as it was in the real heat of the day. It is comfortable, and we are ready to get our dancing shoes on and then kick them off as chairman of the board kicks things off at 6 o'clock tonight. It's going to be a great show, man. So back in the day, Mark, when I was a man about town uh, and the chairman of the board would always roll through, you know, about quarterly, they'd come through Greenville, it'd be at the attic back in the day. And, you know, when the, when the school kids were there and I was one of the school kids, it was a lot of fun. But it's these summertime shows that the chairman of the board would have in Greenville where like all the townies went and all the locals like myself went. And those were the most right. fun and memorable uh, uh, chairman of the board shows because it was hot. It was uh, hot yeah. inside of uh, the attic, but it, th- those tunes, man, they're all great. What a great part. Down at the Beach Clubs, one of my favorite songs uh, ever. And, uh, and don't those songs it, perfectly fit summer, yeah. though? This is oh, it. God. They're this, perfect. A, a live show with Chairman of the Board is is great any time of year, but I, I'd rather see him right out here at the Town Common than in, like, the middle of February, you know? this is <laughs> The scene is perfect for the type of music. It's going to match 100% yeah. when you come down here today. Well, my point was, uh, I was going at is that, you know, for years they were a staple. They play in Greenville so many times a year. But uh, now they're kind of, you know, since they've had some changes, and Ken Knox is still there, part of the original, the executives. I think they still have a few guys who have been with the band a while, the backing band. But, you know, they don't come to Greenville as much as they used to. And so I know mm-hmm. uh, Ken's very excited. I know a lot of fans are very excited because this is kind of the first appearance in a few years for chairman of the board in Greenville. So that's kind of cool. It's amazing, and we get to be a part of it. And, and the best part of that is that it's absolutely free. I mean, you just roll on up here, and you're getting in, quote-unquote, to this show to see chairman of the board. Uh, plop down a lawn chair, enjoy this weather, enjoy the, uh, the food and the uh, adult beverages that we have for you here. Our sponsor tents are all over the place, and each one of our sponsors is something pretty awesome for you uh, with those tents. So you need to check them out as you go. And uh, we'd love to see you in our tent here. But really, I mean, the big draw is the big band that is warming up on stage as we speak. They sound terrific, and I can't wait, man. you got to get yourself down here sometimes, too. I uh, This is a tempting one. Six o'clock tonight, chairman <laughs> of the board, because it's, you know, uh, it, it's a part of my uh, post-formative years. I'm probably still part of my formative years, uh, chairman of the board. Uh, important, Mark mentioned, there are plenty of refreshments down there. Uh, of course, adult beverages. The, uh, the kids' drinks with the slushes, but there's going to be lots of water so you can stay hydrated. That's important on a day like today. And uh, it is absolutely free. No coolers, but you know, bring your beach chair apropos to, uh, to set that down on the town common and enjoy the uh, show tonight at 6, chairman of the board. All right, uh, we'll do the hard sell here in a moment. We were talking. We were thinking, what can we talk about Philly sports-wise with Mark Miller of the Morning Rush regarding Philly? I mean, Temple, but there, Phil Steele's got him picked uh, DFL in the uh, American, so we can't really go there. I'm not going to rub that in on you know Pitt. Pitt's you know, a little better deal with Pitt. I know you're a Pitt fan. A little better deal with Pitt in the ACC, according right. to Phil Steele. But uh, Ben's got some news for you here uh, regarding Uh-oh. Philly sports. All right, Ben, what do you have? Oh God. Insiders within the Eagles organization are saying that the Bills are nearing a deal to get Zach Ertz ah. from the Eagles. All right. Yeah. React, Miller. I heard, React. I, this, this has been a long-time rumor. First of all, I'm not surprised that he's going to be uh, gone. Um, I, that has been kind of uh, confirmed. 
<laughs> for a while now. They had sort of a falling out last year, too, right. trying to negotiate a new contract during the season. But um, going to the Bills, the, the, the obvious team that could use a tight end that's like a piece or two away from really um, going even deeper into the playoffs, maybe. I don't, right. I, I've seen that. Thank you for digging, like mining negative Philadelphia sports. <laughs> we, we do have to ha- good things happen in threes, maybe bad things in this sense. Uh, and we did have a, a couple of weeks of like horrible Philadelphia things to talk about. Yeah, so I, right. I applaud your consistency. Yeah. Well, this one is it. Well, this is pretty bad, actually. I'm going to say this one's pretty bad. So I was going to say this isn't as bad as the other ones. It actually is pretty bad. So uh, yeah. I, f- well, for some reason, I have an inordinate amount of Twitter followers and people I follow on Twitter that have the Philly sports thing going on. I don't know what that is. But, I mean, every day, Philly sports media on Twitter or Philly sports fans on Twitter are, yeah. are, are asking, has Ben Simmons been traded? Is that, is that a thing? Is that a real thing in your mind, Miller? Oh, absolutely. I think that deal will get done at some point. Wow. And I only hope that there is uh, – I, I only hope that the value is seen and appreciated from at least one side of the ball. I think offensively, dude, is a complete head case, and I hope people forget about that quickly – and realize how good he is defensively. And uh, there's a lot of rumors floating around. How can we get Damian Lillard to come uh, for Ben Simmons? And my answer to that has always been, uh, y'all need to calm down a little bit. You were just yelling about how horrible Ben Simmons was in the playoffs. I don't think that's really going to get done at some point. Uh, but Boy, that would my be fingers a pick crossed up. about it. That would be a pickup. I love Dame Lillard. I mean, that's one of my amazing. favorite guys in the NBA. He's just so awesome. Yeah. Man, that'd be great. Yeah. All I'm not right. going to keep well, my fingers crossed. I like that would be uh, that'd be pretty incredible. But yeah, Ben Simmons and trade news should be a regular uh, occurrence. That's what Philadelphia sports media. A uh, lot of ledges they're on right now. Uh, yeah. Hopefully not jumping off anytime soon though. All right, uh, Philadelphia Zone, the award-winning host of the Morning Rush, 107.9 WNCT. Catch him in the morning, 6 a.m. to 10. None of this Henry Hinton coming in at 7.15 nonsense. No, he's there early in the morning, slaving over a hot microphone is Mark Miller. Uh, Chairman of the board tonight, Mark, give us the hard sell. Chairman of the board is going to have you up and moving and having a tremendous time on a tremendous night in in uptown Greenville. Uh, or downtown, whatever you'd like to call it. The Greenville Toyota Amphitheater is going to be rocking. We've got the drinks. We've got the food. We've got the fun. Bring the family, young and old alike. Everyone is going to enjoy themselves tonight here at the Town Common in Greenville. I hope to see you here. And it all goes down starting around 6 o'clock. Have a great uh, July 4th celebration with your family and have fun tonight too, Mark. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right. Love Mark Miller. Love having Mark on. Love to love to love to poke the bear when it comes to Philly sports, Ben. That one wasn't too bad this week. I mean, I think Eagles fans want that. They already got a tight end in Goddard. They feel like he's yeah. better. So, but, but that is a little piece of their success. I mean, you know, that's kind of a good memories with that guy. Uh, the he's last the, of the Super Bowl. Yeah, the, the the last of the uh, Mohicans, if you will. There's some good memories with that guy, and uh, it sounds to me like Mark is, uh, you know, representative of the. Sp- Philly sports fan base that, hey, he could go get another ring potentially. Go do it. Yeah. He got, he brought us a ring, so why not? Yeah, uh, That's pretty healthy on Mark's part. The uh, the Ben Simmons thing. I, I All right. So it is Bobby Bonilla Day. Uh, and uh, ah, you again, still if, haven't yet. You haven't forgot about that one. You had to no, bring I it right back up. I did. I, I picked up where I left off. If I'm Bobby Bonilla, I mouth kiss my agent from that time because the dude gets a million. But look. You see that every year, and you think to yourself, all right, well, this is about to end. He gets it for 14 more years, Ben. 
14 more years, he'll get over a million bucks. It's pretty amazing. We know the Mets like to spend money on free agents that don't really give them the same kind of output back. So That was the deal with Bonilla. He never really lived up to his uh, performance. It's the deal with a lot of guys, just not exactly (laughs) deferred. Right, uh, but that money wasn't deferred. Bonilla wisely deferred his money to make him a millionaire, basically, uh, for life. And never. And I, I'm surprised we don't see more athletes do that. I'm really stunned we don't see more athletes do that. What team is willing to do that anymore? I mean, well, that's. But but I well, you know, I think there are some that would probably do that. I think it's a little more commonplace in baseball. Um, but I I, I think teams might would do that if if it's within their bylaws because. You know, it, it's a less of a chunk of money that's coming out of kind of your coffers every year. And uh, I, I just, I think it's brilliant. Now, speaking of money coming out of coffers, there's a ton of money coming out of the Washington football team coffers right now. Uh, ben, a $10 million fine has been issued. And this this all stems, we believe, from the Dan Snyder, you know, cultural allegations, sexual assault or sexual harassment allegations more appropriately within the Washington football team culture. Uh, reading some comments here right before we went on where the new CEO is calling it a toxic environment uh, in the past. Uh, has the NFL come out and kind of, or is that kind of in the process of happening right now as we're talking? This literally the broke end. maybe like a little over 30 minutes ago, so it's still yeah. kind of a thing that's kind of being developed, but they haven't said an official word yet. The only thing they've provided us is that it's due to team culture reasons, which right. what are, we, we have no idea what that means. And that probably means, well, again, putting two and two together here, if it's team or franchise culture and there are these allegations and accusations going against Dan Snyder. Now, Dan Snyder, I guess, it's also been deemed that he, he is to have less of an active day-to-day role. Is that also uh True. I have would, seen that from multiple like uh, guys right. like Ian Rappaport and stuff like that are saying it's going to kind of diminish his role a little bit. They're kind of limiting him. They're kind of taking power a little bit from Dan Snyder. They haven't necessarily revoked him of his ownership, but right, it's kinda, right. it looks like it's getting to that point. Well, so that happened in Carolina, although in a much more quiet way uh, with Jerry Richardson. They kind of forced him to sell the team. Um and this Dan Snyder stuff, again, by many accounts, and I'm not trying to assign degrees of this, but this Dan S- Snyder stuff was pretty rampant and widespread. Yeah, this I think, wasn't. I think yeah, this just wasn't. Yeah, this wasn't one or two. In the Richardson case, it was kind of Richardson was was accused, uh, and it really wasn't a cultural thing as far as permeating the organization. With this deal in Washington, Ben, and correct me if I'm wrong, this seems like this just ran rampant through several levels of leadership oh, within yeah. the, the franchise. And the difference between him and Richardson is that I think Washington fans actually want this. Like they've been calling, they've been one Snyder out of there for oh, years yeah. now. So no, absolutely. And, and they actually welcome this. And they actually have wanted him to not have, again, 10 million for a fine is gargantuan. And I guess there are some OTA fines handed out today, to the Jags, to the Cowboys. I forget the other team, but I mean, you're talking, in those cases, 50 grand, 100 grand, which is a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, when they're being fined for OTA violations and then you see this $10 million deal with the, with the Redskins, uh, that is that is wild. Uh, or with the team artists formerly known as the Redskins, I should say, the Washington football team. Yeah, we talk uh, about dysfunction among franchises. I mean, look no further than the uh, team no- formerly known as the Redskins. I mean, they whew. still don't have a team name yet. And we don't even know if they, we, they're going to get they a team will. name next year. Yeah. You know, I I, uh, 
I really, and I, I think you feel the same way, Ben. The Ron Rivera thing had run its course in Charlotte, but I think I, I've, I've always liked Ron Rivera. I, I think, think that was a, a good cl- hire for them. I think it was time oh, for him oh, to leave, but right. it was a good hire for them. That worked out really well. I think Ron Rivera is a class act, but he has stepped into a a situation. But I think if there's anybody that can, you know, keep the culture as far as football around football, it's Ron Rivera. Although there's a lot of mess going on right now uh, with that. Um, today, of course, is the first day that you know the national uh, the names image likeness legislation sort of begins. The NCAA passing that late yesterday. Holton Aylers uh, launching his what he calls personal faith-based brand built when broken. Uh, he has, uh, I guess a, a line of, uh, clothing that's going to be involved with this. He's modeling a hoodie. How about that sunset picture of Holden there atop, uh, I guess the parking garage in Greenville with his hoodie on. That was great. A stuff right there. I mean, I got, that give was, it to uh, that's some boy band in the nineties kind of, uh, album cover stuff right there. Backstreet boys. Yeah. I mean, Holden's Holden's po- posing for the album cover on that one. Uh, so this is the day this is going to happen. Uh, BuiltWhenBroken.com. There's all kinds of things here. You know, I, I, don't, I think the thing is this. Again, I think this maybe helps mid-major basketball in certain places because, you know, guys can get a little something, something and maybe not transfer for greener pastures. Um, so there, there's that part of it. I, I think with football, it's so competitive, even in the locker room, you know, what's going to happen? And this is just not ECU. This could be anywhere. If somebody's, you know, doing really well and making some bucks, but, you know, an offensive lineman's not is making squad oosh. I, I just, I, I, I wonder how that, that's going to, you know, because look, guys, big egos here, Ben. Big egos. And guys in the locker room get jealous of guys and guys get rubbed the wrong way by teammates. You know, the, the successful teams could kind of put all that personal stuff aside and play and win regardless of the relationship among guys. But, I, you know, that's that, that's something to watch with this. And then uh, do the rich indeed get richer? Because are there going to be things that are nefarious that are done that are going to, you know, people are going to be able to seek sort of deals that are kind of sweetheart deals, perhaps? I think you brought up an interesting point there with the big egos. You're talking guys my age, maybe a little bit younger than me, that are, not only public figures now and big parts of huge football programs, but they're also making big time money now. So, I mean, that, that, well, that that's not a great combination. That, that's what I would say too. how, you know, we're talking tons of money for Bobby Bonilla and we're talking, you know, $10 million. Nobody's making going to make a million dollars off this. No, but I mean, for a guy that is your age or a guy that's 23 or that, you know, for these younger guys, you know, 10, 10 grand's big money. Just a couple of thousand. I mean, I would, yeah. I mean, I'll that's be balling out in, I don't know, a Gucci jacket or something the next day. <laughs> Probably knock off Gucci with two grand, but I, I get I'll where you're coming from there. Right. I get where you're coming from there. So that I, I, I just, I, I look, and I'm all for the athlete, athlete empowerment. That's great. But I, I just, I wonder what Pandora's box ultimately we have opened here. Uh, Zay Jones uh, with uh, some news or in the news and uh, some other things. We'll get to some sound next. Uh, a little later on in the show, Shane Winkler will join us. He's the new ECU softball coach. He is out uh, out in the Midwest or in the mountains or uh, uh, somewhere out in the West, somewhere other than Greenville right now out recruiting. There's a big uh, softball event, and he's already out on the Cruton Trail. So he's going to join us uh, telephonically uh, 
some from somewhere out in the western part of the country. Uh, so that's coming up. Let's grab a break, Ben. Long first segment here. Uh, tomorrow scheduled to have uh, our pal Hayes Permar from Sports Channel 8 on to handicap the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. I think the mayor's going to join us again tomorrow, uh, P.J. Conley. So that's great. Talk about what's going on in Greenville this uh, weekend with the uh, fireworks. But it all kicks off tonight at the Town Common with uh, the legendary chairman of the board on stage. And uh, they're going to be performing 6 o'clock, free concert open to the community. Go ahead and head out. What a way to kick off your holiday weekend. No, a lot of folks have uh, tomorrow off, so that'll be uh, a great way to get out and enjoy yourself and uh, uh, listen to those great tunes from uh, the chairman of the board. All right, time out. Come back. Uh, got some audio from Zay Jones and uh, some other audio we want to play for you uh, on the Patrick Johnson Show. Head on out to the Town Common tonight, uh, 6 o'clock, Chairman of the Board, for uh, our concert on the Common, Greenville Toyota Amphitheater. Refreshments abound. Great music, the tunes that we all know and love. Uh, so that's coming up at the top of the hour. Bring that uh, lawn chair or beach chair and uh, head on out. No coolers, but lots of great uh, refreshment. And look, uh, beer sales, uh, the good majority of that money reinvested back in the community for charitable efforts through the uh, Women's League. All right, uh, our pal Austin Carp, friend of the show, ESPN2, averaged 1.67 million viewers for the College World Series finale last night where Mississippi State just boat raced Vandy and uh, Rocker. Rocker got rocked. Got, he got knocked from the game, sure did. Uh Game three down from two million on ESPN in 2019 for the Vandy clincher. So, but uh, those numbers did come up as that series went on. Yeah, I, it did a lot better than I thought it was going to do. I thought they were going to do sub one mil. So, yeah, game one did just a few hundred thousand. Yeah, which not very good. No, really wasn't. But I guess you know, chance to see Rocker pitch. And. One of those ECU uh, baseball sites, fan sites, somebody was kind of hopefully Ugh. wondering if, if uh, I know, was one like hopefully wondering if Rocker's status would be hurt by his performance last night. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> no. I mean, he, just look at what he did in the World Series. He won seven, seven and one in the College World Series. There's not a better pitcher in the country. I'm sorry, folks. I hate to well, bring it to you. Leiter probably is a better pitcher right now. But if you're looking at guys who have the big upside, there's nobody better than Rocker right now. And, and, and look, I, I'm not going to pretend I know everything and everybody in this draft class, but I, I think I can make that statement pretty, pretty much with a great deal of certainty. There's nobody with more upside who, who can pitch. I mean, he can pitch. I'm not trying to discount what you're saying, Ben. Yeah. But, but I'm just saying, I think his upside and you get him into, you know, a professional weight situation, working with, you know, pitching coaches, roving instructors, guys that really know how to pitch, uh, his upside's tremendous. So, no, that, that performance last night's not going to hurt him. Now, he didn't pitch great near the end of the year, especially after the ECU series. But anyway, it had nothing to He's do with He's still going to be a top three pick, I think. At so. least, yeah. yeah. I mean, Leiter is the better pitcher right now. And I think Leiter understands, just because of his bloodline, he, he maybe understands pitching you know, uh, and has great makeup too. But look, I, you're not going to go wrong with either guy. I don't think. No. 
Uh, speaking of guys who I thought would be kind of can't miss prospects out of uh, college, Zay Jones, who has been a little star-crossed, started out in Buffalo, early season game against the Panthers rookie. Remember, Ben, he, it looked like he caught a pass in the end zone. and Got hurt. And, and he got hurt. It just seemed like he was never the same after that. And I think the Bills experience, he just didn't mesh well up there. He had, uh, he had his issues. Uh, I can think of the hotel room incident. That was yeah, not good. That was, that was a bad incident for Zay, and I, and I felt really badly for him. But by and large, it seems like he's a good kid. He's kind of recommitted himself a little bit. Oh, and he, yeah. he, had, he hasn't been great in, in with the Raiders, but he did decide to re, to resign with them. Got a couple of clips here. This is part of kind of like a, a, a package that they put together on their social media. So there's music underneath it. So I still think you can bear you can kind of make out what's being said here. But let's start with the first cut. And this is Zay Jones basically saying, hey, uh, this is these are the reasons why I decided to re-ink with uh, the Raiders in L.A. You decided to resign with the Raiders. What made you want to come back to Las Vegas? I mean, why not? It's, it's a great football team, great organization, great fan base. I wanted to be in the city. I want to play for this team. And I see championship caliber from this organization. This offseason, this free agency, they added a couple more wide receiver pieces to the yeah. wide receiver room. Talk a little bit about the wide receiver room and how you're able to stand out. I think from the standpoint of the receivers, speaking mm -hmm. for that group, uh, it's more predicated off the offense that we run. A high-powered offense, a lot of speed. Um, and adding just certain weapons to the field is just going to ultimately help me. For me personally, yeah, I have, I have goals, uh, just like every other receiver. Just wanting to be the best version of myself. And I know that mm. everything else would take care of itself. I'm just really excited to, to get the ball moving, to, you know, I've been in this offense for a little bit, so understand the terminology and everything like that moving forward. I feel really grounded in it. I'm really excited to see how explosive we can be next year. I prefer like the NFL films music, don't you? Yeah, the inspirational music in the background, the big symphony going on. Well, yeah, it just kind of has a different. This this seems happy. Uh, all right, so this is kind of the, uh, the 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 quote that's been circulating around. Zay Jones is claiming that it was it's John Gruden that's kind of re-energized him and caused him to kind of develop and rekindle his passion for football, which. He said he'd lost for a little bit, I guess, in Buffalo. He probably did the way that things were seemed to be going from the outside looking in, especially with our friend Robert Jones uh, chirping to the Bills Mafia on Twitter. But uh, this is uh, this is Zay talking about Coach Gruden and the organization. What does it mean to be a Raider? Uh, I'll just say passion. I think that starts with our head football coach and the energy that he brings every single day. He's someone that's very consistent throughout the day. And I, I just think it embodies passion. I mean, that's how I play the game. I know that's how our quarterback plays the game. And a lot of guys who, when they put the silver and black on, they, they play with passion. What's it like being coached by John Gruden? Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun. I, I said this to, to many people I've talked to. Gruden has kind of reignited that fire and that, that love for me with football again. Football, something early on in my career was, it felt kind of like a job a little bit, but Gruden has brought that passion mm -hmm. that's just like, I enjoy playing this game again. I enjoy just being out here. Mm -hmm. And he brings so much history of the game. He's someone that can tie in Jerry Rice to Randy Moss, to Freddie Bolitnikoff, to uh, someone more modern day. And he just puts it all in mm -hmm. this melting pot of, of film. And it's, it's just fun, it's, it's yeah. creative. You never know what you're gonna get. It's laughter, it's jokes, but 
you can also get yelled at at the same time. So it's a mixture of both. So we'll say, look, I, I don't know if this is considered make it or break it with Zay Jones. You heard it at the, at the beginning of the first clip. I mean, there's a lot of uh, the, the Raiders have gone out and signed a lot of very talented receivers. Uh, so we'll see what, I, but I, I think this is the upsides there. He wouldn't have, they wouldn't have resigned him, but he, he's got, this is a year where Zay Jones probably needs to kind of step up. He's got it. He's got the ability, you know, you hear the term system quarterback and I don't want to say he's a system receiver, but I mean, you know, a lot of those catches in that system were, were, that's why he was able to kind of pile it up. I mean, same thing for Hardy, I, but the, you know, Hardy had a fine NFL career. Zay Jones could still have a, a very fine NFL career, but, uh, be interesting to see Zay, how Zay reacts to, to everything, uh, this year. And Hey, look in the past, we've even played on the show. Gruden's spoke very highly of Zay Jones. Yeah, it's just a no, matter of I, translating, translating exactly. that talent on the field. Precisely. You're hundred percent correct. Uh, Pirates finished uh, number 13 in the final Baseball America Top 25 of the season. The Cliff Godwin Baseball Camp is going on now. I, I thought I had in my notes this kid's name. Somebody had sent it to me. Uh, but this is uh, a guy named Nolan. Who's no? Oh, yeah. Nolan Knight's the guy, I guess, is at Channel 9 and does the sports on the weekends. They're probably doing the sports this time of year because I'm sure Bailey's taking vacation because this is kind of the time of year. That he takes vacay. He's got a ton of vacay because he's been there forever. So he's got this Nolan Knight guy. He's a vet. He's a vet. No, he's been around. He's been around. He's earned it. But this is, uh, I guess, this guy shot this, and uh, uh, the uh, ESCU people are kind of putting it out. It's it's kind of cute. Uh, but this is the kid uh, going on uh, about uh, his experience so far at the Cliff Godwin baseball camp this week. What's your experience been like here at the Cliff Godwin baseball camp? Pretty fun. I play first base and third base, and you know I just came here to hit dingers and have a good time. That's about <laughs> it. After he said hit dingers, have a good day, he took a big gulp of of drink. That's what I love. I don't know if it's a snow cone or what the deal is, but I love it. <laughs> Whatever it was, it was like in a, a like like the forty eight ounce the moose's loose cup. He just takes a big gulp of whatever he's drinking there. Sports drink, water, we don't know. He's just there to hit dingers. I love it. That's great. That's awesome. Um, oh, there was something else I was going to bring up here, and it slipped my mind. I didn't have it. I, I thought I'd written it down, but um, it, it it had something to do with uh, all of this as well. But hey, that's pretty neat. The kid's there to hit dingers. That's cool stuff. All right, uh, ECU softball. They're out on the Cruton Trail right now. They got a new head coach. We're going to link up with him here in the break. Right now, Ben Byram has an update on what's going on in the uh, world here on the PJ Show. Uh, a lot of money talk, Ben. Some coming into people, college athletes with the NIL, but uh, a lot going out, particularly in the nation's capital. Here we go with Ben Byram in this Sports Flash update. Thanks, Patrick. From Pirate Baseball pitcher Matt Bridges has been named to the Cosida Academic All-District 3 First Team. Cosida recognized the nation's top student-athletes for their combined performances on the field and in the classroom. Bridges, who is currently pursuing his MBA, is a 10-time ECU Director of Athletics Honorable Member and a five-time American Athletic Conference All-Academic Selection. In May of last year, Bridges earned his undergraduate degree in public health studies. From the, the, NL, the NIL bill, excuse me, has officially been kicked off 
As multiple star college athletes have announced new partnerships, ECU quarterback Holden Ehlers has announced his one personal faith-based brand. Other star college athletes announcing partnerships and brands are former ECU Pirate Jaden Gardner, Auburn quarterback Bo Nix, Florida State quarterback Mackenzie Milton, Miami quarterback Derek King, among many others. From the NFL, the league has fined the Washington football team $10 million at their findings and their investigation into the team's culture. Not sure what that means, and there's been not much of an explanation by the league that $10 million will be donated to charity, so yay, I guess. Meanwhile, according to multiple insiders within the Eagles organization, the Buffalo Bills are close to pulling off a major trade for former Pro Bowl tight end Zach Ertz. Moving on to the NHL, Tom Dundon has become the sole owner of the Carolina Hurricanes after buying out the remaining shares owned by Peter Carmanos and others. And from the NBA, Milwaukee Bucks star Giannis Antetokounmpo has been ruled out for Game 5 against the Atlanta Hawks tonight due to that hyperextended left knee. The good news for Giannis is that after his MRI yesterday, there was no structural or ligament damage in his knee. That's going to do it for your 94th of the game sports update. I'm Ben Barham. Patrick Johnson show back up and running here on 94.3 The Game. Shane Winkler is the new ECU softball coach. It's been uh, a few weeks since he was hired, but he has hit the ground running, and uh, we finally have uh, been able to catch up with him. He's been a busy guy. In fact, he's out recruiting now out in Colorado, so it's great to have Coach with us uh, here on the Patrick Johnson show. Coach, great to talk to you. Patrick, thanks for having me. I, I appreciate it. It's, it's, been, it's been exciting. One, It feels like one long, long day, so uh, you said it's been a few weeks, so I, I'm not even sure exactly how many it's been, but it's, it's been a whirlwind, but it's been fun. All right, so how hot is it in Colorado right now? Uh, not not bad. I, I actually I got a long sleeve shirt on to to keep me from roasting up in the sun. The, the sun's a little hot, but I mean it's it's seventies. It's it's gorgeous. You, you couldn't ask for any better softball weather right now. So you're out. Uh, I, I would assume at some sort of uh, showcase travel ball type of event. Yes. Uh, what? What uh, class are you or classes are you recruiting towards? Uh, we are we're on everything right now. I mean, I, honestly, we're from from transfers all the way to to starting to look at sophomores, juniors, and in, in high school. So, I mean, we we are looking at a little bit of everything. We're getting to see some in-state kids that are out here because this is this is softball capital of the world for the week. Right. Uh, every, everyone's out here. So, I mean, we're we are looking at everything, trying to fill the roster for this fall, and then and then building for the future also. Coach, uh, you know, we, we got a few questions of this. Pitt County's had some success with their various softball programs, and, and that's certainly a point of, you know, kind of local pride uh, for a yeah. lot of, uh, you know, fans of the high schools that are maybe also fans of ECU. And, and I know the coach, uh, uh, you know, spiel is, hey, we're going to protect our backyard, we're going to recruit the state. But in, in all honesty, your job is to get the best players wherever they are, Greenville, Charlotte, Columbia, South Carolina, Nashville, Tennessee, Las Vegas, wherever, uh, the best players are the ones you, you've got to get in your, when you're in a league like the American. No, you're, you're exactly right. I mean, it, it, it is great when we can get in-state kids, and we're, we're going to try to find the best, and we're going to uh, fight with the ACC programs to try to get the best in the state and keep them here. Uh, but you're right. I mean, we're, we're in one of the top four or five conferences for softball in the entire country. So for us to compete at the top of that conference, we've got to recruit nationwide. Uh, that's why we're out in Colorado right now. We're getting to see some some Carolina kids, but we're we're looking for kids from coast to coast because uh, for us to compete at the top of this conference, we've got to be we've got to be in the top twenty five to do so. 
Yeah. Uh, so in order to do that, you, you've got to compete with programs from all over the country for kids. So we're going to leave no stone unturned. Uh, we're we're going to look north, south, east, west, all all over the entire country to find the best we can to bring the Greenville. All right, we've got uh, ECU softball coach Shin Winkler, newly hired on the line with us. He's out west recruiting. Appreciate him taking a few minutes with us here this afternoon, a break from that uh, uh, to uh, to talk to our audience here and to talk to Pirate Nation. You, you came from George Washington before that, uh, head coach at Charleston Southern, which is uh, a real destination uh, type of, of place and a nice tradition there. Uh, GW, uh, I imagine, had its recruiting challenges uh, is is the ECU job somewhere in between maybe leaning a little more towards Charleston Southern as far as uh, a job that you could recruit players to? Uh, I mean, ECU is essential. I mean, it's a sleepy giant in softball. Uh, they've had success back when they were in Conference USA, and we're, we're ready to get back to that success. But, uh, I mean, just the amount of travel ball coaches that I've talked to out here that light up when they see the, the ECU logo and, and talk about the potential for this program, is it's fun. Uh, it, it's it's really exciting. So I mean, we're we're going to be able to bring some kids in because uh, we get to sell the entire package. We've got a great location. The facilities are our top twenty five facilities. I mean, we're some of the best in the country. Uh, definitely the best in the state of North Carolina, uh, hands down. But really compete with so many nationwide. But uh, we're going to be able to bring kids in because I mean, we we really have the entire package to sell. So uh, it's it's really exciting right now it's interesting that it seems like more schools are taking the sport seriously you've seen uh some schools duke and in, in state for example who won the acc this year uh i guess in their first year of active competition uh you know they're, they're creating softball programs this sport uh i mean look uh we we all love baseball but you know the, the game of softball is fun to watch. It's 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 fast. There's a lot of action. I've always enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, why is the sport catch or, or caught on uh, more and more in your estimation the last several years? Not just you know within uh, the state or within this league, but just nationally, it seems to be catching on. I mean, like I said, all, all you have to do is look at the the ratings from the College World Series and how great they are. Um, and we're we're surpassing some sports that you wouldn't expect us to. And it's it's a money maker when you're talking to ESPN and and some of those, but I mean, it's, it's a fast paced sport. So you're, you're drawing a lot of baseball, baseball fans. Uh, obviously you have, I've got thousands of players out here that <laughs> right. you're seeing recruiting wise. All, obviously all of them are drawn to it, but I mean, it's, it's an easy sport to follow, but I mean, I'm a baseball guy. I grew up a baseball guy. You've got a lot of baseball influence in the sport of softball now, whether it's from the coaching standpoint. Uh, but it's again, you're, you're drawing a lot of them, but it, it's a, it's a fast paced game. So you get a lot of softball people that aren't as big a baseball fans because the game's a little, little quicker, a little, little faster pace. But uh, it's, it's nonstop excitement, especially nowadays with how offensive the game has become. Uh, you, you got girls that make 225-foot fences look small, and it's, it's exciting. So it's, <laughs> yeah. it's fun. But you, but you still have, especially at the highest level, I mean, pitchers that throw over 70 miles per hour that uh, – that, Will, will dominate a game also. So, I mean, the, the game has grown so much, and there's so much support for it. So it's, it's really an exciting time to be a part of the sport. Coach, what drew you to ECU? I mean, you've kind of outlaid it, uh, outlined it here a little bit, but what, what, we, what exactly was attractive about the job to you? Uh, I mean, everything. Absolutely everything. I mean, I, being down in Charleston for 10 years, uh, always kind of saw ECU as that type of program that, you'd love to be at because you can sell, like I said, you can sell the entire package. 
uh, you can legitimately compete to be a top 25 program year in and year out there. Uh, all, everything's in place. The resources are there. Uh, the leadership team with, from athletic director down is outstanding. Uh, great location. But I mean, it's, it's got all of the above, but it's, it's a place that, like I said, for a lot of years, I looked at it like, wow, that's, that would be one that you can build something special. And we're looking forward to doing that. So I, I uh, had the opportunity when in, when I was in Charleston to bring a, bring a couple teams up to ECU. Mm-hmm. When I was at George Washington, we came down to play. Mm-hmm. So it's it's somewhere that again I, I always wanted to bring teams to because you got great facilities. But it's somewhere that we're going to build something special. Shane Winkler is uh, the new ECU softball coach. He's on the line with us uh, here. We appreciate him taking a few minutes with us uh, here as he's out recruiting right now and uh, trying to bring some future pirate players to uh, his program. Uh, when you get to uh, Greenville and the recruiting begins, I guess, with, with certain players or most of the players on the roster, also those that have committed uh, already to the prior staff. So uh, how, how has that process gone? Is that still a bit of an ongoing process in certain circumstances? Uh, it, 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 it's always an ongoing process because I'm, I'm one that believes a lot in relationships. So still building those relationships, uh, whether it's through committed kids or kids that are coming in this fall. Uh, really establishing those relationships, but it's it's been great talking to the returning players and the incoming uh, group, and on how excited they are about the change, uh, and just this the excitement moving forward with the program. So we've spent a lot of time over this past few weeks, really getting to know the girls, talking to them, getting them to buy in, and, and just really changing the mindset of the program, and and telling them what we're, what we're going to need to do to to shake things up and change the mentality and, and get us to the top of the Americans. So. It's it's been great because that's that's the most fun part of the job right there. Yeah, is build, building and establishing those relationships and uh, and it's it's been fun so far. But that's that's where it all starts. Re- recruiting is the lifeline of your program. But I, uh, I I said when I got the job, recruiting starts with our current team and the, and the players coming in. Uh, so we'll we'll spend obviously our time out here in in Colorado and, and all over the country recruiting. But we, we we've got it. We've got to get those kids bought in and let them know that that we're going to care about them and take care of them and and take them where they need to be. So that's that's been fun. I imagine you've been asked a lot of questions by, you know, players and, and, uh, and again, by recruits that uh, should be arriving on campus uh, sometime later in the summer, or certainly for the fall semester. Uh, kind of what – is there a common question that you would get among uh, those players? I mean, because in, in a way, they're trying to get to know you as well. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it doesn't really come down to a common question. It's they want to know that you're going to care about them. Uh, on the field, off the field, that, that you're going to put their best interest in mind. And we're, we're big on the student-athlete experience and, and making sure that they're, they're in a great environment and great culture. So once, once we start talking about what our culture is going to be like and how fun the environment is going to be, I mean, if you come out to one of our practices, you're going to see we're going to have a blast. Uh, we're going to joke around. We're going to laugh. But it, it makes it an environment that the girls love coming to. And when you start talking about what type of environment will be, I mean, you see them light up. Yeah, uh, so that's why it's fun having some of our calls for, for the first time with girls on Facetime and everything. Cause you start seeing them like nodding their head a little bit. They start buying in, like, yeah, this, <laughs> this, this, this sounds like what I want to be a part of. Yeah, yeah. So just really talking to them about what the culture is going to be. I mean, we, we've had team calls already uh, th- throughout June, and we will the rest of the summer, just really establishing that culture. And th- again, that's that's the things that they want to hear because it it does it. It provides an environment where we're going to care about each other. Uh, we're, we're going to love each other and it takes time to establish that. Uh, but that's, that's the fun time. Cause again, it's, it's getting to know each other. So that's, that's been the biggest thing. And you see the girls really light up and buy into it. 
Shane Winkler is the uh, new ECU softball coach with us, getting, I guess, the older players to buy in and, and take that ownership. I mean, this is still, in, in many ways, their program. Uh, but, but being able to sort of merge your vision with, with their uh, taking ownership, uh, if that could happen, it seems like the sky's kind of the limit. Yeah, absolutely. And they, they want to win. They, they want to win. Uh, I, I think they know that for us coming in, we're, we're talking about the days of being one, one of the bottom in the, in the AAC are done. So they, they want to be successful. They want to win. They want to be a part of a place that's, that's going to care about them and take care of them. So the, the older ones have been the easy ones to get to buy in. Sure. It's the young, it's the younger ones that are a little reluctant to change because they don't, they don't know what to expect, but the, the, the older girls have, have jumped on board already. Uh, they've, they've been helping us out with, with visits and things like that. So they get to hear our vision for the program over and over for the past couple of weeks during, during official visits. So it's, it's been fun really getting to them, getting them to be a part of everything. But, uh, it's, yeah, we've been hitting the ground running. Yeah. Uh, when you're out recruiting, um, it, it all starts in the circle. Uh, yep. pitching, I have to imagine is, is a big, uh, premium as far as looking, uh, at, at, to build the, be the cornerstone, if you will, of, of this, uh, program under, under your, uh, tutelage. Oh, you better believe it. I mean, you look at the teams in the, in the American that have been successful at the top and it's, you're going to have a lifestyle pitcher. Uh, South Florida's got one that can pitch with anyone in the country. Right, and yeah. Central Florida's been the same way. So, yeah, we, we, we better start there because uh, we, we know the others are going to. We don't want to have to go into games knowing that we've got to score five, six, seven runs to win because it's going to be tough to do with some of the some of the arms that we're going to run into. So, yeah, we, we've got to find shutdown pitching, and it's it's been it's been exciting to see the interest that we've had in the program already from some arms like that. Uh, and then from there, we're, we're going to branch out and we're going to play an exciting brand of offense. Uh, we're going to have some girls that can swing and hit the ball out of the park. We're going to fly around the bases, but we're going to be aggressive, aggressive, aggressive. It's, it's going to be a fun style of play, but uh, if we don't find a way to, to shut other teams down, it doesn't matter what we're doing offensively. So, yeah, it, it all begins there. Coach, you uh, started your career coaching at uh, the JUCO ranks or the community college ranks. You know, I, I think that is – that's always admirable to me because starting at that level, I mean, you really, you have to be creative in some of these jobs to, to be able to maximize everything. So, uh, you know, there's some resourcefulness that kind of comes with that start. I have to imagine. No, absolutely. And I've utilized that throughout my entire career, uh, especially as a head coach over the past 13 years, because I've I've been at places where you haven't had resources like that. You're, you're not recruiting, uh, to facilities and things that, that some others in the conference have. So yeah, you, you better you utilize every everything you have and and empty the empty the tool bucket if you can. So uh, it, yeah, it, it started at the Ju- JUCO level, uh, and going back, that's still one of the most fun years of coaching I've ever had. I was still playing uh, independent baseball at the time and, right. and did that during the off season. Yeah, and you get a group that is, is almost clueless on the field, and you, you get them to buy in and, and start start teaching them certain ways of doing things and uh that was a blast and that's that's honestly where where i got hooked because even at that point when i was coaching at that level i, I thought i'd switch back to baseball mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. getting getting a taste of that and then, then jumping over to marshall after that yeah it's, it's been one, one big uh building block since then but yeah it's it, it is like we talked about before a fun sport to be a part of and uh we're, we're going to make sure that ecu is a place that is well well known for for softball moving forward we've uh we've got a deal now where the minor leagues and major league baseball has kind of taken 
uh, that by the horns and, and really invested more resource into the minor leagues, consolidated some things and realigned some things. Uh, but independent baseball, I bet you have some stories, don't you? <laughs> oh, absolutely. absolutely. What a blast. What a blast. And anyone that talks and complains about the long bus rides and things like that, it's worth it. Yeah. It's worth it. And, I mean, you, you talked that you're a professional, but I don't know how much of a professional you are when you're making seven, 800 bucks a month because uh, technically you're getting paid, but you're, you're falling into debt trying to play baseball and, and uh, stay afloat. But what a blast that was. Uh, 12-hour bus rides with, with no AC in Texas and about 110 <laughs> on the bus. I mean, th- things like that, but you look back and it's, it was a blast. Yeah, because you're playing in front of a few thousand fans, which was which was amazing back back then. So, uh, yeah, that's I'll I'll never forget those days. That was that was something that uh, what an experience. Yeah, uh, coach, uh, what uh, what does the rest of maybe this uh, event that you're at now hold for you, and the rest of the summer hold for you leading into the fall? Uh, again, we, we've got a lot of talent to see the rest of the week. Uh, we'll, we'll be here through through the weekend, uh, still spreading our name, spreading our brand, uh, getting people excited, and then. Uh, doing a little more of the same for the next next uh, month and a half or so mm-hmm. before everything gets going. But yeah, like I said, we'll we'll do some some virtual meetings with our girls and really get them going. Uh, they've got a great workout plan for the summer to to make sure that they're ready to to hit the ground running in uh, late August when we start school. Uh, but everything gears up to, towards that towards fall ball. We'll put together a fall ball schedule to to really start testing us and see, seeing where we're at. But uh, yeah, right now it's it's again it's it's selling our program, really building towards the future, and but at the same time establishing those relationships with our current players to make sure uh, we're not focusing too much on the future. The future is is right now, and the, the future is bright for our program. I'm I'm beyond excited. Hey, coach, great to talk to you. Thanks for the time and uh, safe travels out there on the road. Thanks, Patrick. I appreciate you. Look forward to talking to you more. Yeah, absolutely. Shane Winkler, ECU softball coach. Great to have him on. Seems like a heck of a guy. I think he's going to do big things with the program. Lots of energy and uh, just a just a, a real a real welcome change for that softball program. Uh, thanks to Mark Miller as well, Ben Byram as always. Tomorrow, the Mayor Hayes Permar from Sports Channel Eight. We celebrate America going into the big Independence Day weekend. Have a great rest of your evening, Chairman of the Board. Top of the hour, Town Commons. Go see him. Things on you, this sucks all